Hello and welcome to episode 204 of Laps Gamer Radio. I'm still very unsure on the episode numbers. Uh, I'm your host Mark Hamer and I never want to see any more bunting as long as I fucking live. Yeah. I'm joined tonight by Mark Chazzy Ray and Andy Piddy. Hello. Hello. Have you all had enough of the Jubilee wank? Mm. I'm alright. Really? Don't bother me. Don't bother me. Oh, I live in a fucking Tory heartland, so there's just yeah. bunting and Union Jacks and giant pictures of the Queen this is a, everywhere. Uh, mate, I live in Essex where, you know, it's just like you say. Oh, they love the Queen in Essex. That's it. And it's just bunting mm. as far as I can say. Today I went past the house. Mm. It's kind of like a million, you know, every, every town's got them, like the millionaire's row. And this house had every single inch of the front of the house was covered in some Union Jack or Bunting or whatever. It was disgusting. <sighs> a few houses up, up, up north, but up north, where I, a lot of us just get on with things and, you know. Yeah. Too far away. Yeah. So, um, some, some Tory was getting very upset because Glasgow was not going to be having a official, like, Jubilee party. And it's like, no, of course, no, we're never going to have a Jubilee party. The last time they had a street party was when Thatcher died. Exactly. That tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> um, anyway, anything uh, interesting happened to any of you over the last week? No, not really. You'd like it's to share with our dear listeners? Lovely sunny day in the bar- and a barbecue. And... Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it has been lovely barbecue weather today, yeah, man. Lovely. Oh, yeah. This, this, this um, show is powered by burgers and sausages. <laughs> oh my god yeah i went to a barbecue and i, I wore my bob's burgers shoes um <laughs> as i thought it was quite fitting and uh i i overindulged in um katsu curry sausages from our local butchers amazing Ooh. they were very good they make very good hot dogs nice so um this might be quite a <sighs> Yeah, yeah, it's going to be quite a, a laid-back episode. We're all on the verge of slipping into food comas. I'm all right. I'm on, I'm on coffee. Um, yeah, I'm mainlining coffee to try and stay awake, uh, and I may have to dash and get something stronger. Stronger Lovely. in coffee. I don't know what. Can of 7-Up. Um, well, all right. I will Should share. we talk about I video share. games? Yeah, I want to rant. Something rant about something. All right, okay, okay. Go on, then. Go on, then. Go on, then. Fucking Banks. Banks, old pal of wank, yeah. Right, so I use a banking app on my old phone. Um, logged on this week, and it goes incompatible with this device. So basically, fucking locked it out of a device for some reason. No idea why. You know, whether it's security or whatever. So all right, all right. So I have to put my current phone. Went onto my current phone, and then it goes. You have to generate a security key. Um, all right, so the security key that you asked me to throw away um, a few years ago when I logged on to inter- online banking and stuff. Okay, all right, got that. Um, then it says, well, an option is use your other mobile device to generate a security key. Uh, I cannot do that because my the app on the other mobile device will not open because you won't let it update. Okay, so yeah. rang up the other day. It doesn't somehow this bank of twenty five plus years I've been with, nearly thirty I believe, it's all of a sudden doesn't recognise my birthday. I'm like, 
okay, you've had my birthday wrong. And then she got through to them because I was doing this at like midnight, you know, the night. Wrong today, spoke to somebody. Ah, yes, we can help you. You have to go to a branch. Ah, right. I've shut all the branches. But there aren't any fucking branches left anymore. That's Mm. the fucking point. I went, also, do you do realise it's a Jubilee weekend? But everything's fucking shut in terms of banking and everything. Yeah. Bank holiday kind of gives it away. That's it. You know? So that's all I can do for you, sir. At 20 to 4, when I'm out at my friend's house with, you know, with all the family and stuff, I get a little text message going, here's a little thing to help you if you're struggling to get online banking. Hmm. Will it help? I have no idea. The saga is to be continued probably tonight after I get off this. Probably won't be solved until Monday the earliest where I have to go into a travel about seven miles to my nearest bank and show With these petrol prices. It's a lot of money. And Mm -hmm. show my photo ID. You know. So you still need the branches. What a wacky situation. Yeah, I know. Internet banking is a blessing and a curse. I don't like having to go into a branch and queue up with like all the other mouth breathers to talk to a person. I like to just be able to do it electronically. And most of the time you can. But sometimes you have to go into a branch. But because of internet banking, there aren't any fucking branches. Yeah. So, like, oh my God. Simple things like you want to go into the into the um, like uh, because of so few branches now. There's also so few like mortgage advisors at banks and building societies, which means you have to book a, uh, appointments with the mortgage advisor like months in advance, which is insane. Yeah, I had to do a similar thing yeah. with my. Um, I wanted to open a bank account. Um, because I'm selling my house and I wanted to put all the money into a brand new bank account. Mm. Uh, it was a three-month waiting list to <laughs> open a bank account if I wanted to do it in person. Or I could go online and then just do it online and hope for the best. So, yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was a bit weird. The service is meant to be better. It's, it's nuts, isn't it? Bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. Yeah, I, I feel real pain, my friend. So yeah. I can't do anything with my internet banking and help pay the bills at this moment in time. So my wife's had to cover it this weekend. <laughs> I'm just hoping my card will work because I'm aware this weekend that the UK Games Expo should do. Mm. Yeah, not time when mm. you don't want money. Not you don't have money, I should say. Yeah. Too many tempting so. things to be looking at. Oh, that's mm. my first weekend away from the family, also, um, in mm. five years. Nice. Where's that being held? NEC. NEC. Oh, nice. Yeah. So mm. going down Saturday, back Sunday, overnight stay, some friends, some beers, some board games. Might buy some things. Hopefully not. If you can. But we'll see. If I can. <laughs> um. Otherwise, yeah, weekend away. First one. Nice. Um. I was over near the NEC uh, a few weeks back, uh, seeing Ghost at the um, 
whatever the fuck the arena's called this week. They changed the name so often, I don't know what it's called now. <laughs> Resort World Arena. It used to be the Genting Arena, and then it was something else before that. Whatever it's called now. Um, uh, and there was, like, we're in, like, the shopping center area, restaurant area beforehand to get something to eat, and there were a lot of, like, incredibly nerdy-looking people walking around with lanyards, and then we found out that there was, like, a giant, like, LAN party going on at the NEC. Oh. Amazing. Oh, wow. I know. Yeah. I, by more like, like, like lots and lots of big land parties taking part under yeah. one roof at the NEC. There was like uh, League of Legends tournaments and stuff like that going on. And uh, it's like, oh, no, that's really fucking cool. I kind of wish we'd come along earlier and popped in to have a look. Yeah. I like the NEC. Wish Eurogamer was still there instead of London. Yeah, no offense good. to London, but Birmingham's better. Sorry. That is. Mm. Easy to get to. Where else yep. can you stay at Thomas World and look at video games? That's that's all that it says to me. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy coming down to London for Res though. Yeah, uh, but that's because like, uh, what do they call it? Tobacco Docklands. Yeah, Tobacco Docklands. That was called. Um, that's nice, nice little it's site, venue. nice part of London. Did yeah, that event go that. off well? Because of the WASD, or what it was called, the, the sort of not resed, resed. That is now at the NEC. Uh, no, yeah, but the basically the guy Tom Champion left um, Eurogamer. He was the guy who set up mm-hmm. all the Eurogamer expos and stuff. He left yeah. and then set up his own one called WASD, W I S D, and then um, mm-hmm. set it up in Tobacco Dock. I think it was in March or April time. Mm. So, but I didn't hear anything anything about it from anyone. So I'm, I'm assuming it kind of. Was a little bit low key and no one really got involved. Wazed off. Yeah, wazed off. Yeah, wazed off. Yeah, maybe. Shame. I don't know, mate. I don't know. Lovely, lovely venue. Yeah, it was. Mm. It is. It's um, good. that's the last time I hung out with you, Chazzy. Actually, right. IRL. That's it. Uh, Rest. Yeah. Um, again. Yeah, I did a sure. Birmingham one at some point. Definitely. Yeah, yeah man. Love Birmingham. Um. All right. Any other rants? Nope. Nope. No. Okay. Nope. Uh, I was going to say something shitty about banks, but um, I can't. Uh, no, it doesn't matter. Let's talk about video games. Um, Andy, it's been a little while since we've had you on to talk about video games. Yeah. Um, so you've played a little plutch. Uh, a few's been difficult. A to few. Get. It's been a f- How many of them are? Um, Warhammer games, shall we guess? Let's say, <laughs> so there's the three, over-under? right? Well, he said there's three games. How many of those are going to be Warhammer games? I'm going to say two. Yeah, I was going to go over two. All right, well, we'll both go two. Let's see. All right. You want to, you know, should we do it now? Or I'll, I'll it yeah, 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 go ahead. All right, so the first game. All right, a couple with my daughter first. So we went to see Sonic the Hedgehog 2, she got really got into Sonic, so she's been playing a little bit of Sonic the Hedgehog, the original, on the PS4, through the Mega Drive collection. Um, she's enjoying that, you know, it's a bit tough at times, some of it's just like, especially later levels, later levels are just really mm. difficult with Sonic. It's not really a kid's game or such, not kid friendly, you find, but she's enjoying that, and we had a bit of play on Golden Axe as well, so she liked that, fighting the beasties and all that. Well, next time, 
Um, I'm going to join in with him and play a bit of co-op and Golden Axe. But um, three main games. Well, like, so on the P on the PS2, um, I started playing um, Star Trek Shattered Universe. Blimey. I know, and I, I, want, I just wanted a fancy, I fancied a bit of a s- space battle, you know, like, and I picked it up for about pound fifty or something. I was like, oh, okay, loaded it up. Um, essentially, you play as Hikaru Sulu with the Excelsior, um, but you're a little starfighter. You know, have you ever seen like the Deep Space Nine battles with yeah. Dominion, when you've got the little ships flying in between, essentially causing like little bits of havoc everywhere? You're one of those ships, um, but you you get taken to the mirror universe, and you have to hunt down the Enterprise under the command of Pavel Chekhov um, of the mirror universe. It was evil. So mirror check off. Yeah, mirror check off. Um, right. There's about 16 missions. Um, some of it's quite tough. Some of it's like very, you don't know what you're doing and, and then or you'll, you're meant to destroy some cruisers, like Klingon cruisers, but you have to do things in a certain order. And if you skip the order, even if you have to destroy a cruiser, then the game you fail the level, and you're like, "What oh, the fuck?" Um, so you've they've got Sulu. Um, as he's got, we've got his voice in. Um, I think we've got Chekhov. Oh, they got George Takei. George Takei, isn't it? Um, really, he's in there being all like, "Oh my!" Yeah, he is. Hello. He is. Oh Captain's my. log. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Love yeah. So we've got him. Um, the Excelsior, but you're not really in control of the Excelsior. Like I so said, you're controlling these little starfighters. If you perfect the level, you get um, at little points and you get unlocks of more ships or more powerful variants of existing ships. Um, at one point, I've been in the Klingon Bird of Prey. Um, even as a PS2 game, it's alright, but I've got so far now, I think I'm about four levels away from the end that I'm just like, just got to power through and just complete the thing. Mm. Um, the escort missions are a bitch. Looking at it in, on YouTube oh, now. Oh, really? Really? An escort mission sucks. <laughs> That's strange. Really? Not like they've ever worked in any fucking game they've ever been put in. Oh. I'm just looking at this on YouTube. It doesn't half look like sort of the Jedi Starfighter games that, on the, that were on the PS2 as well. But I quite yeah. like the fact that it's got that kind of uh, it's got the present the presentation as if it's the TV show as well. Yeah, it has, it's it has got, got the, the credits and stuff are all as you know as as the TV show stuff. I think that's quite sweet. Yeah, that's that's quite cool. Um, I think Jedi Starfighter, from my what I remember, was a, is a better game. It oh, was yeah. more of a sense of speed. Um, oh, is this but, a little bit tanky? Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking it would be quite good as like if you were fighting with Dominion and, and you were fighting him flying in between hordes of large um destruct you know like what, what I found dreadnought class ships like the Enterprise and 
Galaxy class ships and Sovereign class ships. That would be really quite cool. Instead of just maybe you get one or two ships like that and you just go in here, there, and just fighting loads of stuff. Like, the power of the PlayStation, right? At the time. Yeah, it was, but mm. yeah, maybe if we do a modern one, it would be quite. They're not going to do a modern no. one. <laughs> <laughs> just you can just no. about get like Star Trek bridge, bridge crew to work on the VR headsets, let alone like yeah. you know, a big uh, big blockbuster AAA title on a on a major console. You don't actually need VR for that anymore. Do you not? No, mm. oh, I've got it. But um, sign up. But yeah, powering through it. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice to hear Sulu and like say the presentation around it. Mm. The little sounds are uh, quite cool. And I'm just flowing through. But yeah, the level I'm on at the moment is you're being attacked by like you know weird thing when you get attacked by antibodies, and we're just attacking the Excelsior. The Excelsior has to reach this point and then retreat. I get it up to where the Excelsior is able to send its missiles in to destroy the thing. And then you've got a certain amount of time to retreat, but on the way back, it just gets destroyed every single time. I'm just like, Ugh. oh, right, okay. So, but one of those, yeah, one of those. I'll get through it eventually. But it's just battling. So that's Star Trek Shattered Universe. Um, the second game I'm continuing is Batman Telltale Games Season Two. I think that's what oh. it. Gotham, Gotham by Gaslight. What? Season two? Yeah, it's a season two. I thought there was only one. No, it's two seasons. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, before they, um, I don't know if they've lost the license and all that, because when you, this, I got this before Telltale went bust. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's the disc version. And when you load it up, oh, right. um, you are able to buy the new black and white version of it. You know, I think the new company whoever took oh. over from Telltale, put new versions out, you know, I think. Yeah, same here. It came at Batman, The Enemy Within. Yeah. Season 2 of the Point and Click Adventure and then 2016. Yeah. Um, so it continues the story set in the first one. Um, I'm on Chapter 3. Um, you are the Jokers in it. And what we do with the Joker is quite good. You know, they've made him... I mean, is he voiced by Mark Hamill? No, I don't know who's voiced by. Okay, no, no. Um, I'm on it. Go on then. <laughs> no, it's alright. Go on, you crack on. I'll find out. No, so we've done some. So he came in at the end of the third one um, as a friend of Bruce Wayne's, and this sort of continued that story um, with the Riddler and various groups about it and Bane's in there as well um, so yeah what we're doing is quite interesting you're having to use more Bruce Wayne in this in this one which is always quite good because sometimes it's a bit it's a, there's a lot of Batman um, just everywhere this one you, you're playing as Bruce Wayne who's infiltrating um, the crime gang um, rather than Batman disguises himself as somebody else. So it, it's playing through steady ways. You can't really fail at it because even if you get something wrong, it'll just put you back to the restart. Um, you'll eventually work out the puzzles, and if you don't, you just look them up and you just get through. Start, like I said, the story's interesting. You are making some decisions, annoying some people. 
um, making friends with others. Probably is I found I've been playing it a bit too late. Once, once or twice I've fallen asleep and something's happened. Um, basically, a big death happened and I, I was asleep when it happened. And I woke up and I was at a funeral. And I was like, oh, what was this funeral? Where I'm at. And it turned out to be that character. I was like, oh, how did they die? And I had to go back and look it up on YouTube. I was like, oh. But yeah, it's an enjoyable thing. One of those things you, you work through. Um... Like I said, two, I've got two more chapters to do, and that's about it. But yeah, it's, it's one of those recommend for Lops games because it's just playing through, it's quite relaxed. Um, mm. QTEs, don't like. I don't, it's a bit silly with the QTEs and this, but some, sometimes don't give you enough time for the decisions and the QTE itself, um, the choices you make. But yeah, overall, it's good. That was a thing through all of the Telltale games, like even the ones that were like really good, like The Wolf Among Us had QTE sections that I didn't like. Yeah, I mean, hopefully with The Wolf Among Us 2, they will have some um, options where you can actually extend the QTE. You know, some games don't even, I can't remember which games it was, but some games don't even require a QTE, do they? They're just like, you just have to do... But I will just skip the QTE for you, you know, because certain people can't do it. As an accessibility option, yeah, yeah. something that needs to be in more games, like sure, yeah, you know, cause some of them are too fast. You're like, oh, I've got a choice to make. Oh shit, I've already lost half a bar. Uh, right, you know, well, yeah. Hopefully, Wolf Among Us Two will start rectifying that. Cause I think that's they haven't released a game since. Am I am I right in saying Batman? Or was it? Sorry, the what last was that? Game released. Was Batman the last game Telltale released? Um, either that or Tales from the Borderlands or Minecraft's or story it, or was it, mode. Or was it Guardians? They released the Guardians of the Galaxy as well. Or possibly Guardians. I don't know. Yeah, so many. I can't remember. They if they were releasing. Mm. That was the problem. They were releasing so many at once. Yeah. It kind of got out of hand. Yeah, and they sacrificed quality for quantity. Yeah, yeah. Mm. this is a good story of Batman. Though. This is a good story. This is you know, it's like I know DC do stuff like Elseworlds. You know, where Batman different timelines. You know, we've had a vampire yeah. Batman, but Batman in Jack the Ripper's time in the eighteen eighty eight, eighteen eighty eight. Um, so this is a good Elseworlds Batman tale, um, which over two seasons, it's worth playing. Um, um, Jack was played by Anthony Ingruber, by the way. All right. Batman was Troy Baker. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Troy Baker. Mm. Once again, gets everywhere. Um, and final game is... I've just started it yesterday. Dragon Quest Builders. Um, oh, great game. Uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> Such First a good one. game. Um, first one, the first one, one or the second one? First yeah. one. I've got, I've got the second one. I picked this up one. the first yeah. one for eight pounds mm. from CEX. Um, yeah. So I've just installed it yesterday. I've just been playing a bit of a tutorial, loving it. You know, you know, bashing dirt into bricks and building it up, and just having this. that story that pulls you through. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, just makes that like Minecraft. I love, and it looks great, and it's the, the OG type of one of these games, but. 
don't know, being sort of third person and having a story that pulls you through. Just mm. yeah, there's something about Dragon Quest Builder that yeah, just absolutely clicks with me. And I I adore it. Like I adore one. I, I even more adore two. Actually, I think two's such yeah. a better game. But um, yeah, yeah, I just love that game top to top to bottom. I like, I like anything Dragon Quest anyway. But yeah, that, yeah, such a good game. And the way it's all tied into the mythos of like like the actual storylines and stuff and the lore of Dragon Quest as well. All right. Yeah, like where you start is actually the end of one of the mainline games on the NES, I think. All right, all right. So, yeah, like you're basically in a in an offshoot, like uh, you know, sort of alternate universe where if you didn't make the decision, there was like a decision at the end to make, and you go, you know, one mm. or the other. And basically, this is a spur off of what what would have happened if you'd taken the other choice. Okay. So, so yes, really cool. Yeah, that's- this is my first Dragon Quest game, so I've oh, I love it. never played them. You should play, I think it was, I can't remember, was it Dragon Quest? What was it now? 12, 15? Whatever the latest one is, you'd like that. 11. Yeah. 11, that's it. Dragon Quest yeah. 11, so something of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Sentinels the... of the Starry Skies or something. Like that. I think um, it Echoes of an Elusive Age. Yeah. That's it, Elusive yeah. Age, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's uh, very good. I'll have to get that. I did get one of my PS2 the other month. Um, oh, what one? No. Is it eight? Is it eight? Is it? Uh, yeah, I think, I think eight, is on, eight is on PS2, I believe. That's hard to yeah. tell. So, yeah. Right, again, that's that's one of the that's one of the real big sort of tentpole, like, mm. you know, milestone releases in the Dragon Quest series. That's, that's one of the better ones. So like eight, the most recent one of the two that you kind of want. Mm. And then there's a couple yeah. that came out in Japan, like 10, I've always wanted to play because it does this weird thing where you can, get, you can actually change it to top-down mode. So you can just switch between 3D oh. and top-down. Like original, mm. got pixelated, you know, 16-bit mode. But yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. PS2 is eight. It's Dragon Quest eight, The Journey of the Curse. Yeah, honestly, great game. Yeah, you'll get sucked into that. Oh, like all the dra- pretty much all the Dragon Ages have been good. Yeah, um, but this one's voice. It's all got like British voice acting and stuff in eight. And um, yeah, Hangus and yeah, you'll love it. All Hangus. right, great. I'm looking forward to play that. It's great, great yeah. game. Cool. And yeah, so, um, like I said, I've only played a bit of a tutorial. She, I'm just talking and God's speaking to me, or the spirit is speaking <laughs> to me and just telling me to do certain things. I've met, I've met the first person, built their house for them. Um, so everyone's so forgotten how to build, haven't they? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. It's an interesting yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah, no one can make anything, isn't it? That's the idea. Yeah. yeah. That's an interesting world. Um, so I played that a bit last night. Um, but yeah, it's looking forward to carry on with that. So that's it. The over under is no Warhammer games, despite oh, shit has been released or yes, announced man. yesterday. Every day, <laughs> I thought so you were many over Chaos Bane, the new one, uh, the, the, the XCOM looking one that looks incredible. I will be. That is meant to be really, really good. Yeah, um, I'm very tempted. The Grey Knights. Yep. Yeah. Really good. But yes, no Warhammer and, games. Um, 
Total War, Warhammer 3, still on Game Pass. They gave away Total War, Warhammer 1 on Epic Game Store a while ago. None of all these reasons why you need to get yourself a PC, man. Oh, yeah. so that, you know, at some point. Didn't we announce yesterday, I think I was looking through it, about the Immortal Realms or Mortal Realms. Basically, the, the, the patch for Warhammer 3, Total War, Warhammer 3, is going to be one way you can combine all three games. Wow. So at the moment, 1 and 2 are, can combine. So you can combine the maps of 1 and 2. And yeah, then, you just need to own them all on the same system. Yeah. Oh, was this like a, a Hitman situation? The same platform. Yeah, essentially. Uh, and I've got, I don't, I, I have Warhammer, uh, Warhammer 1 on Epic Game Store, I don't have Warhammer 2, and I've Warhammer 3 on Game Pass. So, mm. but you know, uh, it is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. They've, they've done that. I think there's a new stuff for Vermintide, Dark Tides coming out. This has got some retro FPS coming out as well. Um, that's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Loads of stuff. I don't uh, know. Space, Space Marine Two. Yeah, Space Marine Two. Space yeah. Marine Two is coming as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Love the original weird. Space Marine. That is a great game. Yeah, it's a great game. It's weird, isn't it? Because for so many Warhammer games, these Warhammer games must sell and make money. Despite, because otherwise, why bother? Uh, well, I think what it is is more the uh, fact there's a lot of Warhammer freaks, Warham, like a Warhammer or Games Workshop. Don't say mm. no. Yeah. To mm-hmm. anything, pretty much. Like it, they're pretty much green light anything. So they're just going for the full scattergun approach of like a little bit of money here, a little bit of money there, a little bit of mm. money here. You know. But they also like apart from the uh, the odd game like Vermintide, um, Total War, Warhammer, and stuff like that. They're all they usually like double A games. Yeah. Even yeah, yeah. the first Space Marine was a little bit Space rough Marine around the edges. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, it's kind of a um, cult hit. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and a bit, a bit rough around the edges, you know. Yeah, mm. but that's part of its charm, though. Uh, with that, yeah, game, it's a bit rough around the edges, but yeah, a polished version of that would be incredible. I have a remaster. Mm. It that'd be a good remaster. Mm-hmm. Or like you know, you buy what, Space Marine, uh, two, Space, you Marine get Space Marine One, Marine One as you know. Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> I mean, Space Marine One is still good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played it fairly recently. Um, it's you know can't run it in anything higher than 1080p, <laughs> like no matter how hard you try. But um, still good, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was done by Relic, wasn't it? Who did who yeah. the Dawn of War games, which are good as well. RTS mm-hmm. games. Yeah. Nice. Uh, all right, Chazzy. Hello. How many Warhammer games have you played? I have played. Literally zero. <laughs> no Warhammer games. I have I have one game, um, okay. which feels like it went on for an eternity. Um, so we were talking last week about Overwatch and stuff, and then we got into talking about Valorant. And I thought, you know what? Yeah, let's let's it's install like, Valorant. It's like a a free, like slightly more toxic version of of Overwatch. <laughs> Overwatch. Let's do it. It's no, it's a it's a different game. Yeah. It's, it's more game. like it's CS um, it's Counter Strike basically. Yeah, it's CSGO. CSGO. So it's But um, with heroes. And this is the thing is like I just thought, do you know what, I haven't played it. It's all over Twitch all the time. Let's have a look. You never know, it might be something I can play. And within about the first thirty seconds, I thought, do you know what? This is the game for me. <laughs> some guns. And I walked out and I had pistols and I took out about three people and I thought, I found my game. This game's incredible. That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm some kind of savant. 
and then the next round when everyone could buy the guns that they actually wanted um i was mowed down mercilessly and never got a look in for well basically it was around like 45 minutes so yeah you're constantly just playing round after round back and forth um trying to on the the game i was playing was like you had to set a bomb and the other team had to defuse the bomb and yeah that was it spawn die spawn die spawn die and that for 45 minutes over multiple rounds and it was just it was just getting infuriating like it's like if you imagine overwatch is something that you kind of play and all the edges are rounded off nicely and everyone gets an opportunity to try and help the team you know mm. um and you know and it, and it's friendly but there's also a bit of challenge there's quite a bit of challenge there because it's all about where you position yourself Val- there's none of that in valorant this has hard callers it is very much like if you cannot flick your ca- cursor and shoot someone dead in the face in 0.001 of a second then just don't bother it is brutal absolutely it's tough. brutal it is very tough yeah but it's free but it's free and I kind of like, I kind of like the system of, I kind of like the CS:GO system because it's that's very old school. Like you used to play the, the gun buying guns at the beginning of every round or whatnot. Yeah, round. there's a there's a kind of very sort cool of Dota element to that of, you know, picking the right hero. Everyone starts on a and a sort of like everyone starts with a pistol. This is that's, it. That's it. You like you start with fuck all. So everyone's like a level playing field sort of thing. And then you generate yeah, cash like through the stuff you do in the previous round right i'm guessing yep so obviously the, the better you do the better better money you get and the better guns you get and if you're doing badly then you're just about breaking even and kind of just about getting enough to get you through to the next round and hopefully you can sort of yeah so in, it what ends up happening is the good good guys get better and the worst the bad guy the, you know people who are bad at the game get worse and worse and worse and it becomes very lopsided well that's what i found anyway but um there was definitely something there, and there's definitely, like I say, with the, the the whole system of like picking characters like Dota and picking, um, you know, finding your right loadout for specific rounds. Because what I noticed was is that people were, you know, you go pistols, then you go machine guns, then they inexplicably go to like everyone would go to sniper rifles because they wanted to kind of bank some money for the next round to then go for whatever the next big gun was. And um, yeah, it was, it was really interesting. There's there's a whole meta layer to it that I really need to kind of delve into. But yeah, playing, I just didn't realise the round lengths went on for so long. If that if that was a twenty yeah. minute, twenty minute match length, <clears throat> I think I could have tolerated it a bit right, more. But like forty five minutes that. to an hour. Yeah. That was the shock when I first played it. It was like, um, I can't. It's been so long since I played CS:GO. I can't remember how long those rounds last. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a shock for me when I first launched into it. And it was like. This is taking a long time. But then Valorant's by the League of Legends people, yeah. right? And they brought a lot of like League of Legends people across the field. Uh, and that's about how long a match on a MOBA can last. Yeah. I mean, it, the, at least on the big boy MOBAs. Yeah. But it is, it is long. You need to, it's not something like you can play quickly on your lunch nah. break. You've got to set aside. This is like it. playing a, a, like a good round of Battlefield back in the day. You need to set aside a chunk of time to play it. This is it. Whereas, like, I, what I've been doing a lot recently is like kind of just dipping back into Overwatch, playing yeah. three rounds of it, 
getting my fill for the night and then moving on to another game. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, this is like, right, I'm setting, setting aside the evening for this two rounds of <laughs> Valorant and then, you know, getting really frustrated and going to bed. That's my gaming that, time, God. That's it. Yeah. So it's just that thing of like, I just don't think tight. I can see it's a good game and I can see how if you're good and you're good at your shooters. The, um, and if I put more practice in, I could probably get better. And um, it, but it's just that thing of like, do I really want to sit down and dedicate months of my life to this game when I could just go to Overwatch and mm. have a good time? There's something I know I've already put the hours into and kind of, you know, have a, have a have a competence in, if not being you know mega at it. You know, at least I've got some area of competence in the game. Yeah, it's that thing of like. Mm. Is it really worth switching? Probably for me, probably not. But um, oh, if you already own Overwatch, and this is it, man. sure, like carry on playing Overwatch. Yeah, this is it. I, I don't own Overwatch on PC, and it's I'm good still little- not comfortable giving uh, any money to Blizzard. No, nah, well, this is the problem, right? So this is the problem I have with the game is like, but you already own Overwatch, so you're not giving them nah, any money. That's it, right? So it's just that but- thing of um. Like like I say, I think it was a it was a good experiment, and it was good to sort of see what, what's on the other side of the fence. But I I, I know where my lane is. I'm a forty four year old man who has the reactions of a fucking tortoise. <laughs> so like playing Valorant is not the game for me. But um, yeah, no, thoroughly enjoyed it though for what it was. But like like I say, like, yeah, I don't think it's it just doesn't. doesn't There's another me. one as well. Um... Shit, it's what's made the, by the... What's the one where you can use the portals? Is it that one you're talking about? Um, no, it's the one I'm talking... It's, like, it's more like a MOBA first-person shooter. Um, it's made by the people that make that MOBA with all well, the characters of gods. Oh, Riot. <sighs> no, right, right. Um, Riot, Riot do Valorant, do they? No, no, Riot. Yeah, it's no, Riot's Valorant. No, 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 it's um, or whatever it is. The, oh, right. It's the one, it got accused of being a... An Overwatch ripoff, and a lot of characters. Yes, are like, I know the one you're I can about. see exactly where that came from. Yeah, I have but the gameplay well. is very different. Yeah, it's like you you are literally like escorting. Um, but it, it's like yeah, you're like it's you're escorting a payload or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, Overwatch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's but the 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 the, the game is a little bit more moberish. Yeah. Um, I still maintain. Uh, that fucking um, Battleborn, is that what it was called? Yeah, Battleborn. Yeah. I used to like it was that a game. decent I'm gonna, I'm gonna game. Say, I enjoyed it. Paladins is the game you're thinking of. Paladins, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's another free-to-play one as well. Yeah, but no, um, I liked Battleborn. If the problem with Battleborn was that you needed a group of friends to play it. Yeah. Like a MOBA, because yeah. it was a MOBA, and it that was the thing. MOBA. It was like it was really hard it. to get that stuff across. It was like people are like, "Why would I play this when I can play Overwatch?" And it's like they're two different games. Yeah, this is the problem. Is I went, the, I got really into basically a friend of mine tried to teach me how to play MOBAs, like Dota mm-hmm. two, and we did a little like video series of like basically him teaching me all the way through to like me getting to the point where I could actually do something in the game. But then off the back of that, literally that week, Battleborn came out and I was playing that. And I was like, this is just Dota, but in, third, like in first person, this is incredible. I love it. And everyone just shat on that game. A great height. And it, <laughs> and it was like, oh, I really enjoyed that. 
That's a yeah. shame. But yeah. Yeah. And then it's it's completely dead now. Like you, they they, they took they closed down the service. Like the game is is com- the single player was shit. They completely shut it down mm. to the point where. So like I um I mean it's probably for the best. I tried to jump on and play it um a while ago and like gave up after sitting there for half an hour. Yeah, you can't get a go. Uh, waiting for matchmaking. There's another one of these like first person shooters that for some reason just did not find an audience. Um, I understand why that one didn't find an audience. Just its proximity to the launch of Overwatch killed it. What was the really cool Do one? Do you remember? That, that was kind Lawbreakers. of like, Lawbreakers. That's the one. Yeah, yeah the one from um, Cliff, Cliffy B. Yeah. Yeah, it was a proper old school, like... Um, Almost quakey, wasn't it? Yeah, quakey, a little bit quakey, a bit of Unreal Tournament, uh, mm. in a way. Um, really, really cool shooter. A lot of fun. Fucking died on its ass. Yeah, so weird. And then they, they killed it. Like, they, 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 they were talking about making it free to play, and then they just turned the servers off. Yeah. And it sucked. Like, uh, they had to do that. Look at that. Weird. We should do it. We should do a, an episode one day of like just all the games that like had amazing potential and yeah. just died on their ass, like like on rush and Blur evolve and split second yeah. and evolve and yeah, evolve had potential. They killed that game before it even came out. Yeah, man. With all of the, but that was the publisher that killed the game rather than the developers. Yeah, like the five hundred different versions of the game, <laughs> uh, and you couldn't get everything in the game unless you bought multiple different versions of it that wasn't like an ultimate version that had everything in it and it's like it was an absolute clusterfuck um it was the worst example of a publisher going nuts with pre-order bonuses that i've ever seen and then came back and they did that sort of friday the 13th go which was a very and that's that's gangbusters that's gone yeah through the roof it's just people love that shit yeah yeah what's the um platinum games they released who didn't have died a death that's already dead, right? Yeah, no, their their game as a service. I can't even remember what it's called. Like it came out, nobody liked it immediately. What's that? Um, but I don't think that was a game that ever had potential. It was Par- just shit. I'm just thinking Paragon. What was, was that? That from uh, Epic. Um, that was Paragon. That was Epic's um, behind the shoulder MOBA game. Yeah. Me and my partner yeah. played a fuck ton of that game and absolutely loved it. And they killed it because they needed to devote Fortnite more resources to Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. Such a shame. Love that game. And it was really, really good. It's the only MOBA I've ever really gotten my teeth into. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, so weird. Um, I've still got um, on my PS4 uh, a, Par- a Paragon um, desktop wallpaper. <laughs> nice. <laughs> my PS4 refused to change it. A solidarity. Is it Soul Crest or <sighs> Babylon's Fall? Babylon's Fall, that Babylon's Fall, that's the one. Yeah, yeah but that was just... I think that one... I don't think it ever had any potential. It was just shit. It was just wank. <laughs> it was, it was uh, Platinum's bad team. You know, there's the good team and the bad team. Yeah, there's uh, the Ninja Turtles team, the, and then there's the yeah. Bayonetta team. Yeah, and it was the Ninja Turtles team, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Trying to do a game as a service, uh, which is just what everyone needs right now. Another game as a service. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, just, yeah, oh, that's what Sony plans to do. Loads of games on service. About ten or something in the next five, I, six years. Fuck them. I won't be playing them. Like I've, I, I, I have just Some about enough services. You have to dedicate your entire time to it, so you can mm. only have one of those. Mm-hmm. So if you bring out mm. six, like only one of those six is going to be successful. 
Unless like they have like six that are aiming for different yeah, market, different, markets, different audiences right. or whatever. But you can guarantee like one not. of them's going to be a first-person shooter, and one of them will be a third-person shooter. Whatever. <laughs> one of them will be a racing game that's a game as a service. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, we should do an episode graveyard of the games as a service. This is it. Yeah. Well, there's plenty of those. <laughs> plenty of examples of that. Even good ones have ended up pretty much like not got a player base well, anymore. What's up, Remember what? the division. Yeah, Division Two is is that dead? Uh, I haven't That's played not it in dead. ages. No, it's it's just it's in its it's in tick over mode now, isn't it? Is it? Uh, I'm got, sure it's, there's it's lots of people. It. Yeah, it still it still gets played. Yeah, I'm sure there's lots of people still playing it. Yeah. Like, yeah. but it's a tiny, tiny proportion of the number of people that there were playing it. Before. It's like, um, outside of your actual MMOs, Destiny is the Still is the the, the the king of the games of the service mm-hmm. that you know it's the one that, that still has like you know uh, eight hundred thousand concurrent players sometimes on PC. Yeah, I mean it's not so Assassin's Creed's going to become a game as a service. Oh great! That's just that's just like oh yeah, and it's like a it, it's going to be like Disney Infinity, but yeah. <laughs> Assassin's Creed, yeah. where it's like. All of history, <laughs> all the all the Assassin Creeds together. Yeah, sounds nuts. I mean, it sounds interesting a bit, but if it releases a game as a service, and it's just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Mm. Yeah, I don't want to just play yeah. Assassin's Creed for the rest of a lifetime, especially if you do it like most games of service, where, like I said, you are forced to play it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Don't care. Mm. Yeah, but other than, um, other than that, yeah, no, just Valorant for me. Okay. All right. Um, I'll write through what I've been playing then. Okay. Speaking of games of service, uh, <laughs> new season of Destiny 2. Um, it's very good. I, you know, more content, which is excellent. But it's not too much. So it doesn't take all, all your time. Um, I've fallen in. I've, I've got myself into a nice little pattern of I play Destiny maybe like Maybe I'll like nip on on my lunch break one day and do my three strikes for the week. Oh, one evening I'll home. jump on with a group of people. Yeah. Oh, lucky. Um, one evening a week I'll jump on with my raid crew and we'll run through a raid. And then maybe I'll play it another evening. Maybe not. But that's it. It's not. I don't play it every night, and um, I'm getting. I'm. I'm still managing to be able to do like end game content and everything. For me, they've got the balance right now in terms of like amount of content that's mm. in there versus, uh, you know, catering to the hardcore players. Mm. Um, some of my friends, it's it is literally the only game they play, uh, and they find plenty of stuff to do. Yeah, uh, I don't feel like I need to play it all the time. I mean, is this, is this it? Is it because it's going to be Destiny Two with loads of content, or will there be a Destiny Three? I don't know. I don't think they ever wanted to make a Destiny three. Uh, sorry, Destiny two mm. in the first place. It felt like it was like um, on high like, decision. Uh, the yeah, Activision wanted another boxed game to sell yeah. sixty bucks. So um, yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> That's about it. Um, it's good. It's good. Um, I'm enjoying it. 
Yep. I don't want to talk about any more about that because neither of you two played Destiny 2, so I don't want to nope. get bogged down in the minutiae of story and whatnot. Um, the next game, uh, I finished Watch Dogs Legions. Watch Dogs Legion. Is Legion sing- singular, right, Chazzy? Yeah. Yeah. Have you finished that game? No, or... not yet. No? Not yet. Okay. Don't worry I, um, about I knuckled... Uh, I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, I knuckled down because um, I can't remember what happened. Uh, I, I knuckled down and like plowed through and finished that game. Um, it's yeah, it's it's a it's a very enjoyable. It's a very enjoyable game. Um, it's got real pluses and minuses. Um, so I don't think it quite reaches the high watermark of Watch Dogs Two. That's still my favourite in terms of um, story, storyline, and characters. Yeah. Um, now, Watch Dogs Legion has a more interesting open world, Landon, like nightmare dystopian yeah. V for Vendetta Landon, um, and there's a podcast with uh, Andy Zaltzman oh, on the yeah, radio, which is basically it. yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, it's just like a a fake version of the bu- what if the bugle existed in a dystopian nightmare future, uh, <laughs> and so, it's great. Some it's, of the stuff because they're obviously calling back to stuff that's happening in the world. Yeah, and um, but they make they're doing like like a satirical podcast about it, and it's just one of the best radio stations I think I've ever heard in a game. It's crazy, isn't yeah. it? The idea to have so someone well take produced. someone. Take someone who does a satirical comedy podcast about real world politics, politics yeah. and put them in a video game and get them to a to do a podcast about the events that happen in the game. And it's like it's it's yeah, it's kind of weird. It's almost like fourth wall breaking. Yeah, because it's um, like they're talking about the characters as if they really exist in real life. Like, mm. and it's, yeah, it's just so well produced, so well put together. And he presents the the show in exactly the same way that he presents the bugle and the way he talks, and it's so good. Just a, just little so touches cool. like that were like so good. Yeah. Um, the radio station the whole really good. I never really listened to the music stuff, but like the talk radio, there was like that, and then it's like more serious radio tra- talk about like the implications of the police state and this overarching AI that spies on everything and whatnot. And it's, it's, it's that stuff's very good. Mm. Um, the open world is very good, but the problem is that there's a twist towards the end which. I saw coming a mile away um, and there's no like emotional impact because because you can play through any of the missions with any character no matter how ridiculous they are whether they're like a hardened you know street thug or a yeah. former like um, MI6 agent, agent or a builder or, or a yeah. or a street performer like a, you know, a human statue in silver paint or anything like that. Any of those can be involved in any of the story points. So it'll be like incredibly, you know, supposed to be incredibly tense and dramatic moments in the story, and, you and your boy. characters there looking like a bellend. <laughs> um, but, but there's also like no central character. Yeah, that's but, I mean, the problem, the- <laughs> is that you don't get emotionally invested because you're not invested in a character all the way through because you're chopping and changing your. All the characters you have in your squad all become like a toolkit as opposed to people that you invest in. 
So I can imagine that just completely deflates any kind of, you know, drama yeah. that you want to try and inject into the game. I mean, they try to inject some right at the end. I'm going to drop a little bit of a spoiler here, but it's not really a spoiler because, well, you'll see. Um, the AI, Bagley? Yeah. I think that's what he's called. Yeah, the AI you have at the start of the game, yeah. Yeah, you have to do something at the end and Bagley's going to die, but it's the only way to do this thing. Mm. So then you do it and Bagley dies. Right. And then the credits roll, and then Bagley's alive again. <laughs> oh, right. It's like, well, you just, like, you don't even have to do, like, a mission to try and bring Bagley back. It's like, oh, no, Bagley's back. So well, what's the fucking point of, like, drumming up this, this false tension of killing him in the final mission if he's immediately going to be returned? Yeah. It's so dumb. I mean, is that a um, mistake, or is it, was it cut out, do you think? You know, no, sometimes, yeah. I, from, no. From what I can tell... From the, the the tone of the game, and now hearing that is that he's they obviously want to kind of make maybe use him again. Mm. Something. Well, else. you get you get posts, you get post story content, which is yeah. like now you have to go around London and recover Bagley's memories. Because the thing is, is he's the only it's real just, constant. So you've got something to do. Right. He is the only constant all the way through it. There's like a, some characters, like the villains, uh, they're not great. I mean that. They're they're okay. They're, they're kind of on par with like the usual villains in a Watch Dogs game. I was going to say they're very um, much kind of like you know. Do you remember that um like what's his name um Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes kind of like the the Guy Ritchie one. All the all the villains. I've never are, seen them. Are a little bit like the villain in that is kind of a little bit kind of amped up and a little bit cartoony and a little bit over the top and. Right. Yeah, it's it's all hammed up a little bit, and I f- that's what the kind of villains in this feel like. They're all a little bit like, hello there, I'm the East End gangster geezer. I run this yeah. bit. You know, this is, this is my ma. She actually runs it. You know, but, you know, you know so, oh, God. Yeah. You know, it's all a bit like that. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah, it's, it's all a bit, um, it's all a bit silly, uh, a bit panto in places. Yeah. Um, there are some moments that are, uh, are kind of interesting. Ubisoft are kind of infamous for completely shying away from ever saying anything politically. Like um, making lots so of political f- statements without making any political statements. Or like implying that they'll make a political statement and then not doing anything at all. Like, so you remember Far Cry 5? The one Thailand. set in Minnesota with like oh, no, the, no, the, oh, yeah. the weird... Five, yeah. Five. Yeah, with the weird like um, uh, gun nut right wing patriots yeah. cult yeah. church cult. thing, and it's like drugs. And then they had the opportunity to say something then about a certain aspect of American culture, and then didn't do anything at all. Um, yeah, Watch Dogs Legions actually does take some risks with that, mm. like the 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 over the bad people in the game have like an anti LGBT, uh, anti like um, immigrant. Yes, yeah. that sort of stance, and you're fighting back against that that sort of thing, and it, it's you know, yeah, it's, it's kind up to of the line of telling you that fascism is bad and that you should you know always push against it, but never actually goes but over it the line pushes, of saying that. It? No, but it pushes up against that line more than they have done so in yeah. the past in their previous games. Um, so salute to them for that. Uh, yeah, overall, I, I I really enjoyed my time with it. Um, it's. <laughs> It's very silly. It is. Um, it's a bit aimless. There's no central protagonist. 
by design, which means that, you know, like I said, the story like story beats like you say, the miss AI becomes more than the they hit. That you're supposed to attach yourself to, which is weird. Yeah, and I didn't really care for him at all. Yeah. Honestly. Um but uh, I don't know. I enjoyed it. You get to run around London and beat the shit out of cops as a human so, statue, it, so like you say, there's there's bits about this which could be a nine out of ten game, and then there's bits of that yep. in this game. It's just definitely like sort of four or five out of ten, and then that sort of equalizes out to your average seven. You know? Yeah, yeah. It tries some stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, it, definitely. It, so um, there's stuff in I, here that you I can, will... can put in other games, and it would be yeah. Incredible. It's the third game in this series, and they tried some stuff. Magic. Um, yeah. Speaking of which. Uh, I played Borderlands 3. Oh, nice. Uh, I played the first 45 minutes of Borderlands 3. <laughs> and yeah, you got to push through that. did you feel? That is a game which tries absolutely nothing new no. at all. Where this is the third game in that series, and it's the same shit. It's like, I, I, I should have I drawn up like a bingo card beforehand so I could like tick <laughs> off the, the story beats and stuff like that that would happen in the beginning. So like, you know the the intro sequence that they have, where the oh, characters are introduced, and it's like over. some funky tune over, and it'll always be like someone getting run over or hit something, and then yeah. it'll go slow motion, and on the front run of the vehicle you'll see gearbox presents or whatever, and some shit like that. Like it's very very bus. by the numbers. Yeah. Um, there is nothing new. No. At least in the first forty five minutes of that game, it's the same old jokes. They were telling, God knows how long ago in Borderlands One, some in, in any if if anything the jokes have gotten worse. Nice. Um, the shooting is ever so slightly better than it was in Borderlands Two, but in Borderlands Two it was dog shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not impressed at all. I did not pay for this. It was free on Epic Game Store. No. I, I was I curious all the way through to the end. I completed mm. the game. Yeah, I completely mm-hmm. as a mind. It was literally like the. I was playing that game like as if it was FIFA. You know, you just pick it up and you do a couple of hours and you, you know, is there a story? Don't care. You know, just smashing mm-hmm. through, shooting things, picking up better guns. And that's as yeah. much as I can say for it. It, it, it is completely mindless. Absolutely mm. mindless. If you want a mindless shooter, it's a very good one of those. You know, I know, but I could just play Destiny. Well, this yeah. is it, right? You know, but even in Destiny, Destiny, like it's like, where, what raid am I going to go to? Yeah, well, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, what? We don't even need to do that. Like, if if you just want to aimlessly shoot things, just land on a planet and aimlessly shoot things. And the shooting in Destiny feels a million times better than it does in Borderlands so far. So, I don't know. I'll push on a little bit more with it because I'm just I'm curious as to how bad the writing is. I heard some some really really damning (laughs) stuff. Uh, when that game uh, was doing in the review circuit, like how bad some of the jokes were. Um, Randy Pitchford really likes the smell of his own farts. Mm. Um, I'll be interested I'm, to see I'm, what I'm kind you're of curious. Like sort of three or four hours in. Mm. Yeah. When you start um, getting into more of the meat of the game, because it's not, like I say, it's, it's, just like, it, it's, not, it's not setting the world alight. No. There's just better games I can be playing, though. Um, yeah, I. Bought actually, there was a big sale on Epic Game Store the other day. I'm just waiting mm. for it to load up because I can't remember the title of it. But, um, oh my god, come on, right. load up. 
the Epic Games Store takes a fucking lifetime to load. I bought Stories Untold. Oh, okay. Uh, which yeah. is the first game by the... Uh, oh, no, I don't want to do that. Well, I'm launching people. it now. Observation. Um, observation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the first game by uh, those people, and it's uh, supposed to be very good. Um, do you remember the Cool Ghosts? Yes. On YouTube? Yeah, they did a video about like how incredible Stories Untold is. Um, friend of the ch- uh, of the show, Doug, um, he's been banging on about the game for ages, so I've got that to play. Um, but for some reason, I decided to play Borderlands 3 instead. I don't know why. You zigged when um, you should have zagged. Yeah. Well, I did, I zigged when I should have zagged. Two DLC things were standalone games. The one set in Dungeons and & Dragons and the other one set in... Oh, Tiny yeah, Tina's Wonderland. Yeah. yeah. One of, one of, one of the first are quite interesting. And it's one of them's given no. you PS Plus no. 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 Not, the DLCs are not, yeah. No, there because nothing like interesting in, about that Borderlands three in any way, shape, or form. No, the whole thing is narrated by the second most annoying character in the entire series. The only thing that could have been worse if is it was an entire DLC of Claptrap. <laughs> I yeah, fucking exactly. hate Claptrap. Claptrap is not funny. No, no one finds him funny. Stop it, Randy Pitchford. Mm. Stop it. But yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that that DLC, like they they've now tried to make a full game out of it, and even then, yeah. they've just turned it into Borderlands Four. Like it's got guns. <laughs> yeah. Like you think you're oh right well, you you think oh it's going to be Dungeons and Dragons based. So therefore yeah. you're going to have lots of melee class or or, or people with you know archery. And, yeah. or, no no no. Yeah. Everything's a gun. Doesn't matter what it yeah. is. It's a gun. Right. Mm-hmm. You know you've got a sword, yeah. but the sword shoots things. You have got a wand yeah. that shoots things. You have got you know. Because they would have had to have programmed in melee combat then, and that's, that's more this is it, too right? complicated for any picture. Just taken the he same had, engine and twisted it. He accidentally had a good idea when they made Borderlands One cell shaded, mm. um, and that's it. That's that's all he's got. That is all they've got. Mm. They haven't done anything else of yeah. note. You know, Border Worlds. Is um, they tried with Battleborn, and I. I quite liked, but like we said, we quite liked Battleborn, and then they fucking killed it to make another fucking Borderlands. But yeah, the the the, the rumor is is that they're gonna do a um, you know, games as a service, service Border Worlds. Ugh. You know, that'll die. Uh, that mm. that will absolutely that die. So, yeah, mm. it's not even. A good, I, I remember yeah. playing it the second one. I don't know if I solved the issues with the third one, but I just remember playing with my brother. I'll right, tell you what, though, what, what I do like about that game is that um, they pull lots of characters back from the original mm. and, you know, they get kind of a... They try and go for the old budget Marvel Avengers type situation <laughs> and you have to go off. And there, there is kind of nice little nods and throwbacks and bits Don't and care, Didn't there. care about those characters Ooh. in the first place. This is it, right? But you've got a character... You've got to have... At least, even acknowledge that those characters existed in the first uh, game. Right? Yeah, but, um, I acknowledge that they nice exist. Like that. Don't like them. Yeah. Um, right, sorry, Andy. What were you What were you tra- saying? Is your problem was fast travel? Never had fast travel or decent fast travel. That's now. Yeah. Oh my know. god, that was one of the things that struck me when I when I went in. It's like it's still like it is not a graphically intensive game by any stretch of the imagination. They still have lengthy loading screens between each you know quite small area <laughs> like they have they haven't even tried 
Yeah. It's so bad. Um, <laughs> on to something else. Uh, the last game I'm going to talk about. Mm-hmm. I have been playing quite a chunk of uh, Sniper Elite 5. Oh. I think it's 5. Now, I've oh. been hearing lots of this things this, and I've been thinking about game and playing 4. Um, yeah. Um, Sniper Elite 5 launched and went straight onto Game Pass, so I thought, well, I'll, I'll give it a download. I've, I've played... I think I bought Sniper Elite V2 back in the day because I liked shooting Nazis in slow motion. Um, and I haven't paid for another one since then. They've always ended up being on like PS Plus yeah. or Game Pass, whatever. Um, so Sniper Elite 5 is its exactly what you expect, shooting Nazis in slow motion. But like those games are a like... It, Double, definitely double A games. Rebellion Studios are not particularly big, um, and their games are always a little bit rough around the edges. This one, this one's no, you know, uh, no, no difference to that. Like the characters, animations, and and faces and everything, a little bit rough. There's like little things like you'll be in a trench and you want to climb out of the trench, but there's only certain bits of the trench you can climb out out of because the certain materials and certain geometry that your character cannot climb on for whatever reason little <laughs> weird little things like that um but on the whole that is a series that just gets better as it goes along with each new uh, installment they've got the core gameplay of the uh, you know accounting for wind and bullet drop and enemy movement to make sure they get your shot just right and when you pull it off and you get that slow motion view of the bullet you know zooming along and then it goes x-rays you shoot them in the nuts or whatever Shooting Nazis in the testicles is always very entertaining. Or in the head, where you manage to shoot one of them with a grenade and kill three of them at once. That's always good fun. Um, but they've managed to slowly but surely fix the sort of like locomotion and stealth aspects of the game. Okay. Um, it's a series of sandboxes, like a Hitman level almost. Yeah. Like, a, you know, very big level. You drop, drop in. Do you recon? You have a series of objectives to do. They're always the same thing. Go here, kill this guy. Go there, destroy those guns. Go here, collect this intel. Uh, there's not massive variety in like mission types or anything like that. Storyline, I couldn't tell you what the hell's going on. Um, uh, guy with the impossibly gravelly American accent is killing Nazis and helping the resistance again. Uh, but I don't don't know. I started skipping the cutscenes because I didn't give a shit at all about the story. Uh, but the gameplay is really good fun. Really good. That, that series is, you know, it scratches a particular itch. Yeah. Um, if you're a fan of, you know, stealth games, if you like, like, a, you know, Metal Gear Solid Five sort of thing, um, then it's that. But with uh, this sort of, like, kind of unique sniping mechanic, it's very good. I still like the idea of, like, um, you can you can kind of break the system a bit by equipping a silencer and picking enemies off from a distance so no one can hear the gunfire. But I still like the um, the enemy at the gate style wait for a plane to go overhead and then shoot or wait for a gun to go off somewhere else and shoot. Like, like timing your shots with explosions and things like that to cover the sound. It's it's good. Yeah, I've been hearing like like people like that tank tampering with like trucks. So the engine splutters, and then as the engine splutters, you take yep. the shot, that kind of thing. Yeah, you can do that. Trucks and generators and things like that. You can, yeah, you can damage stuff to like make a noise and use that noise to mask your shots. 
Because even with like a silenced gun, if you're near enough to enemies, they'll hear the gunshot. Um, the silences aren't silent, contrary to popular belief. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, it's got a new system in there, which you can turn off if you want, um, of invasions. Oh god. Um, because everything's got to have invasions now, but it's kind of it's kind of fun. You'll be out in the the world doing your your thing, and then suddenly you'll be invaded by an enemy player. And like, you can activate your sense mode, mm. which usually means that you can sense enemies through walls nearby and stuff like that. And it will then it will show you on your radar on your compass the general direction that the invading player is. You won't be able to you won't be able to see them through walls or anything, but it'll tell you roughly where they are, what direction they are. And then if they're nearby, then like the outline is all the way around your compass, and then you like start panicking. Um, but it's kind of cool. It's like a, it becomes like a one v one sniper battle. Nice. Um, with you and the invader, like taking shots and relocating and stuff like that, and trying to kill each other. And um, I left that on for the first few missions and had a good time with it. But then I was like, I just like I just want to finish the story, and then I maybe fuck around with that that stuff a bit more. And so I turned it off. There is. Uh, but it's it's good. It's good implementation of that. Um, and it feels thematically uh, appropriate. Yeah. Oh, the this sniper is tearing through the German lines. We better send in our own sniper to hunt him down, and it's another player. Um, kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, there is like turn me off a game more than the invasion mode. <laughs> you can turn it off. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's not a problem. Uh, you get the option right at the front. Yeah, you know, whether you want invasions on or off, so you can turn it off straight away. Um, it's got PvP mode. Haven't touched that. It's got four player. Um, like horde mode, essentially survival. Um, that's good. Main campaign has co-op as well. Uh, I think of up to four people. Yeah. You definitely can have like two people. Um, which is kind of neat. Like, I haven't played a good horde like, mode in a while. Time shots. Um, yeah, it's 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 pretty decent. You know, it's you know, it, it's it's solid enough. Mm. Yeah. Solid enough. The last time I played a really good horde mode that wasn't. Gears of War was in Mass Effect 3. Which was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, spin off yeah, of this um, these zombie games. Zombie games, quite good. Yeah, I never touched any of those. Uh, I played their four-player um, cooperative shooter. It was like set... They have they have a very Strange definite Brigade. time period. Strange Brigade. Strange Brigade, yeah. They have a very different definite time period that they like to work in. It's like 1930s, 1940s. That's all they. That's all they dabble with. Um, but Strange Brigade, I just like. Um, yeah, it was like a, like a four-person cooperative shooter where each character was very distinct, kind of like the fucking Call of Duty zombies nonsense. Um, but the shooting wasn't very good, uh, and I didn't enjoy it, so I didn't bother playing any more of it. Um, yeah, Sniper Elite Five. I really enjoyed it. Cool. Um, so far, I'm about halfway through. It's pretty long. It's like nine levels, and each level can take. If you want to get all the objectives done, can like take about an hour, or that's a bit insane. more. It's probably, it's probably about ten to twelve hours worth of yeah, gameplay. That's not too bad. That's but, but yeah, that was yeah, but it, but it's me off from like what people have been You don't saying. have to. You don't have to do it all in once. It's like there's quick saving at any point. You know, um, you just like. Save the game at any point, piss off, come back later, play a bit more or whatever, you know. 
you don't have to do the entire level in one go. Right. That's um, what I was treat it like a like an MGS five level. Okay. Mm. You know, dip in and out. Uh yeah. Good good. I'm looking forward to finishing that. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I think that's about it. That's all I've been playing, really. Not not much variety. Um I think of I'm thinking I'm gonna sack in Trek to Yomi. Yeah. Because as much as I love the aesthetic, um, the gameplay is just not enjoyable. Mm. Combat is bad. Yeah. The more I play it, the more I think it's like it's, this isn't this isn't just a bit floaty. This is just bad. Um, real shame. Yeah. Aesthetically, it is pop notch, but it falls apart when you come to the actual combat, the actual gameplay. So shame, shame, real shame. Yeah. Um, but that's about it. Uh, do we want to speculate about uh, so we're recording this dear listener on Thursday the 2nd of June uh, and in about half an hour or something like that what time is it? That's no, an, hour. an hour an hour in about an hour there's a PlayStation state of play so we're now going to briefly speculate on what's going to be in that state of play and by the time you hear this you will know what's in the state of yeah. play uh, so this will be dumb or just the glory of being the winner. Yeah, I will. I will. I was going to say posthumously. That's not right. I will. <laughs> I, I will. <laughs> no, I will award points later, depending on how accurate we are. Points on Twitter. So I will put in. I'll put in a ding or a wah, wah sound effect after what we say, um, in the edit. So, uh, Chazzy, what do you reckon? Final Fantasy sixteen. That's, that's what's been rumoured, right? Yeah. So, I, I desperately, only because I desperately want to know what that game's about after playing 15 and 7 Remake and being thoroughly beguiled by both of those. So, I really want to know what 16's all about. The thing is, 16 looks kind of like sort of medieval fantasy, mm-hmm. and I like those, like yep. you know, Final Fantasy, whatever was on the NES. Uh, the mini NES, SNES console, that whatever the Final yeah. Fantasy was on there, that uh, I like that setting a lot. Yeah, it's Final Fantasy VI. It was on that one. Yeah, way. so um, I'm I'm all in for that, and I just want to know more, and I'm hoping it's going to be there. Uh, it's also being held by Yoshi P, um, oh, nice. the man who brought Final Fantasy XIV back from the dead. Yeah, uh, oh, and was also saying. he was in charge of the um, Dragon Quest. Um, oh, was he team? Yeah, Aye. his Aye. resume is impressive. So I've got high hopes for for sixteen. Yeah, um, PC port, do you reckon, or just PS Five? Just PS Five. I think they need to drive a bit more stuff yeah. exclusively to that. You know, mm. and pull people into buying Playstations now. Now they're a little bit more available. So, mm. Yeah, I think that's not what I wanted to hear. That is not what I wanted to hear. But um, Andy, <laughs> Sorry, what do you reckon? Ooh, I definitely know Warhammer Games. They were all announced yesterday. Um, uh, There's still time to announce more. That's it. <laughs> Why not? Another six. Um, I, I think that's what Horizon DLC. Horizon Zero Dawn 2 DLC. That's uh, a very, very... Forbidden West DLC. Yeah. That's a very safe. That's a very safe uh, assumption. I think. All right. So definitely be. I'll, the I'll first expansion did quite well. I never played it. It was very well regarded. 
I haven't played this the second game. I'll play it at some point. Uh, I heard it was just more of the same, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but, um, you know, we talked about this a little bit about how the first Horizon came out yeah. and got shat on by Zelda, mm. and then the second Horizon came out and got shat on by Elden Ring. So, I think it sold quite well, though, hasn't it? Sold. It sold well, but in terms of like what an open world game is, mm. it's twice in a row it's been pooped on by other games that have just completely. Yeah. They almost need to raise the bar game to kind of mm. uh, get out of that cycle. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to. Right after we finish recording, I'm going to get a load of candles and <laughs> create a summoning circle because I am desperate for a PC port of Gran Turismo 7 because I would like to play that game, but I am not buying a PS5. Uh, and I don't want to play it on PS4. And to be honest, I don't want to have to take my steering wheel downstairs. I'd quite like to be able to just leave it here by the PC. Play Gran Turismo 7. Uh, it's not going to happen. I love There's been lots of GT. Made. I know. Um, either that, or do you know what? I would settle for a PC port of Bloodborne. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was going to say that. Yeah. yeah. I would quite happily settle for that. Um, Probably not going to get either of those things. Um... I don't know. I don't know. What, what, uh, um, maybe, no, it's probably way too early, isn't it? Some inkling of, like, something that Bungie's going to do for Sony. Like, they bought Bungie for a reason. What? <laughs> they haven't got them yet, have they? So what, they, Bungie know, they own them. Spinning off a team away from Destiny that could be working on Destiny DLC. Uh, well, they already have a team that's apparently making something for Tencent. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, the they, they did a deal with Tencent ages ago. Yeah. Um, so like the, the if they can... Remote, um, mobile uh, like games as a service game from Bungie. Yeah. yeah. If they've got the funding now to just hire another team to make another game for Sony, it's Sony uh, are like want them for their expertise in games as a service. Mm. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll yeah, uh, we'll see. Well, I'm, putting, I'm putting all of my money down and my house... <laughs> On Gran Turismo 7 PC port, so it better happen, <laughs> or I'll be yeah. couch surfing next week. Yeah. All right. I reckon something cutesy. I reckon mm, maybe Jack and Daxter, new one, maybe a Sly Cooper. I'm going to jump on that oh. and say that I reckon there'll be something Astrobot related. Yeah, I think, I think cutesy. I think That's cutesy. more likely. Yeah, Astrobot's more likely. Be, they're, they're, they're talking about doing the VR two. They've got Astrobot. They'll they'll bring something Astrobot related to that. I reckon. Oh, what about um, what's it called? The release from came out on Knack Cerny's game. Oh, Knack. Knack Knack Free. There you go. <laughs> Knack Free. <laughs> how wow. about how about a new Ape Escape? I don't know do that because that's on the um, new service, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, mm. everybody loves Ape Escape. Yeah, I think you be about further down the line once they've like you know they get it on a new service, yeah. see what the um, uptake is on that game, and then then green light it. Well, I need to go 50, yeah. 60 hertz on it first, don't they? No. Uh, yeah, I think cutesy. I think cutesy. Good up. Yeah. Something for the families, kids. Sure. Um, oh yeah, I'm sure there will be. They've, they've done pretty well from those uh, in in recent years, so yeah, why not? Why not? 
Um, well, anyway, we'll find out in 52 minutes. <laughs> um, sure, I will not be massively disappointed. I'm, to be honest, I'm, I'm just uh, betting on stuff that's coming to PC at this moment because I don't have a PS5. I don't really turn on my PS4 unless I have to. I don't plan on getting a PS5 until they, until possibly, maybe, if they do a revision of the hardware at some point in the future and make like a smaller version of it, uh, then maybe, yeah. Uh, or yeah, PS5 Pro or PS5 Slim, whatever, uh, then maybe, but unless that's the case, then I'm not really going to well, buy According one, so. to, I think I read this week about when it comes to some Chinese tech company, was it they are going to make PS5 Pro next year, 2024? It'd be, um, it would be really, really stupid to launch another variant say that they're of the, the hardware. Yeah, yeah, that it would be really dumb for them to launch another version mm. of the hardware when they can't get the current version of the hardware on shelves. Yeah. They won't be able to in any meaningful way until they reckon probably 2024. Yeah, spinning yeah. up part of a factory that's already trying to chunk out a load of PS5s yeah. that it can't even, it can't even make demand for. Yeah, yeah, they can't even get the chips for. That's it. Yeah, it they sense. sell out all the time, those PS5s. Every time you see one, it just goes, all this right. This is it. I mean, there's just yep. absolutely no need to push it at the moment. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, weird old console cycle this uh, this time around. Yeah, you Weird everything, it. isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so hopefully, fingers crossed. Let's see what happens in, in an hour's time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. come on, that free. I haven't played the first two yet, anyway. So I, I look forward to the underwhelming opening. <laughs> yeah, it'll be. It's going to be rough. It's going to be dumb. Isn't grand, it? it won't be. Is it with Grand Theft Auto Five? It will open. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah. my god! Oh, yeah. I get those adverts all the fucking time Auto on my PS Five revision. But that's already that. That's already a thing. <laughs> I get those adverts all the fucking time on YouTube unskippable 20 second adverts hey play gta online on playstation 5 now no <laughs> i will not no it'd be red yeah. dead it'd be red dead no nah, th- yeah it'd be, it'd be something. i don't it'd give a fuck about red dead nobody plays red dead over as the, like, the first some one f- it'll just bury just, it and get it out of the way yeah. some shit that makes money <sighs> that'd be funny <laughs> oh boy anyway Shall we um shall we call it a day? Yes, mate. I, n- I need to top up my coffee. I am yeah. falling <laughs> into a food coma I need here. To sleep off this food coma. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm. It feels like a Sunday, not a Thursday. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. Still one of three days. I know. The plat jubes. Is, uh, nonsense. Screwed me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only good thing she's ever done is give me a four day weekend. That's it, man. Um. <laughs> Kids keep banging Sorry if any back. of our listeners are royalists. Yeah, <laughs> but you're wrong. asking me, what happens if she dies? We get a week off. We got told we got a week off. I have no idea. Oh, we won't get a week off. That would be crazy. Uh, I don't know. We'll get a couple of days, maybe. Forced I don't know. We're forced to go into work. <clears throat> I will be. We'll be forced to go into work and stand with your hand on your heart and sing the national anthem for 12 hours. <laughs> Some nonsense. <laughs> yeah. You'd be well, forced then, to literally shag the flag. Yeah, but then Charles will die soon after. He's pushing on seventy. <laughs> With any luck. And then William. With any luck. Yeah. 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 
This is a very Republican podcast. And, I like it. <laughs> I'm not bothered. I don't. I can't write on that cheery note. I'm quite. Yeah, on that cheery regicidal note. <laughs> um, thanks very much, gentlemen, for joining me. It's a Thank pleasure you. to chat to you as always. Pleasure to be back. Um, sorry, there were no Warhammer video games mentioned in this episode, Andy. I do, do apologise. Yeah, you have to do better for next time. Hopefully, there'll yeah, be some announced, some more announced tonight. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, yeah, thanks, thanks to you, dear listener, for listening. Um, sorry, this episode was a little bit low energy, but it's we've all been to barbecues today, and we're all a bit fat and tired. Um, the sun, the sun so, yeah, actually existed in the yeah, UK. Yeah, for one brief day, brief shining. I got, moment. S- I got sunburnt on my baldy head. <laughs> so, um, yeah, thanks very much for listening, and we will catch you on the next episode. Yeah. Raw. Oh. Bye. Bye.